This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Rajshree Patel on the line. Hey, Rajshree, how are you? I'm very well. How are you doing? I am great. I am great. I love the work you do. Um, and I know your backstory and you can obviously share it with the audience, um, you know, from, you know, being you know, in, in legal field in, in California to doing the awesome work you're doing now. And then obviously you did stuff before that. Uh, but the stuff that you do you know, really resonates with me because it, it talks about the energy in your life and how, you know, using your energy the right way can really impact how wonderful your life can be. So share with the audience, you know, the work that you do and, and, and why you do it. Well, thank you so much. Um, just, just to the backstory. Well, it's, uh, was unexpected for me. Also, I was a prosecutor in Los Angeles thinking I was going to a sitar concert, Ravi Shankar, the musician, I went, I arrived and discovered, well, it's not the musician, but our spiritual master. And just out of curiosity, I stayed and I noticed I walked in Monday morning with a whole new set of glasses on, meaning I was perceiving things differently. So I guess that's the beginning of why I do what I do, which was that it made a huge difference in my life. And then since then, I left law, criminal law, and moved on to really doing this work about human potential. And you know, and I know, and I'm sure the listeners know, everything really is tied into our energy levels. And nobody really talks about it. We know it. Obviously, everything's energy. Everything requires energy. And we do certain things to up-level it, you know, everything from exercise to food and so on. But there is a much bigger, more, more, concrete way to realize that mind and emotions and everything else in our life directly relates back to it. And so after hundreds of thousands of people later, I decided, well, okay, time to put this message out a little bit bigger and more obviously, because it makes a difference, everything from reducing stress to better sleep. So that's what brings me in front of you here today. It's such an amazing journey because when you think about and I have a lot of colleagues that are in, in the law arena and being a prosecutor and <laughs> the energy that that takes and the work that you do and, and, and the cases that you do in, in Los Angeles, which has no shortage of challenging cases. And I know other cities across the globe does as well, but LA... LA seems to have a, a little bit different flavor when it comes to that kind of stuff. But to transition from that to going to that event, thinking, okay, I'm going to see a concert. And instead you saw a life transforming situation that has changed the direction of your life forever is you know that we definitely don't want to diminish that that is such a huge huge component and and i know the listeners as well and i i tell people with this especially when they're dealing with burnout and stress and all of these other things it's like a a simple shift and it, it can make such a huge huge difference uh, in your life when it comes to 
how you approach life, your, your mindset, your energy levels, all of these things. When you make these adjustments, and they can be really subtle, it, the, the ramifications of these subtle tweaks can be life-changing for you, for the better. And, I, and that's one of the things that I, lo- I love about the work you do is because you, you connect people with, with that very fact that you, know, you, you, you make this slight adjustment. And the next thing you know, you have an awakening, whatever phrase you want to use of, okay, life is better. And I love the example you said, you, you saw life through different lenses. And when you realize that, you're like, okay, I have to do something different. And it, there was no, I'm sure you, you may, you know, subconsciously or consciously may have been, well, I'm not sure, but no, it sounds like you were, you were pretty, you know, pretty certain yep, my life has to change and it's going to change right now. Well, you know what? I think to your point, we do have, I mean, all of us are really dealing with ourselves getting in our way, meaning the conditioned mind, right? We have all these belief systems and the limiting beliefs and assumptions that hold us back. And what I noticed over the years is when I'm tired, when I'm low on energy, I don't think straight. I don't empower myself the same way. I don't actually look out of my eyes with, optimism, I see the glass half empty. And who would have thought, certainly I didn't, that there's a direct relationship between up-leveling vital force and looking out of your eyes with the new set of glasses, as, as I said earlier. And there is a virtuous relationship as much as a vicious relationship between energy and how we think, how we act, and how we feel. If we're low on energy, everything is downhill. If we're high on energy, the same set of circumstances, same set of facts, the same situation, the same person doesn't seem as bad. And if we really have a lot of energy, it's not not just okay or doesn't seem as bad, but you sort of leap into it and say, let's go for it. You know, a problem becomes a challenge. Fear becomes excitement versus I can't do this. I'm going for it. So. That's, I think, what changed. And I had my yada, 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 you know, oh my God, what am I doing? How am I doing this? I went through all this study, education, and certainly if you're from India, you're raised very practically. It's either doctor, lawyer, or engineer. You know, you're not sitting there thinking, oh, well, I'll go and look into self-awareness and teach people how to not be stressed, especially 30 years ago, if you look back, yoga was woo-woo, you know, meditation was unheard of. And at that time to go for it required a shift. And so even with the noise, even with the doubt, what I discovered was that oomph, that extra edge that said, I'm going for it. And that was tied to just a tiny pause, looking inward. And a year later from where I was, A, to get to be seemed like a natural transition, not such a big thing. And that's the thing. When you are truly <laughs> connected with, with your, your purpose and what you feel is your calling and, and, and channeling that, that inner strength, that inner energy to do things, um, that, you know, that speaks volumes because when people can connect to that, Work no longer seems like work. Um, life flows um, as as smooth as a stream 
going into a river. It's just, it's just going with the flow literally and, and really tapping into, you know, that, that inner energy to be able to do the things. And, and you had mentioned, you know, when your energy is low, it impacts everything. You know, I, I know that from, you know, when you're not feeling well, if, you know, with, you know, if you have seasonal allergies or, you know, you've unfortunately picked up some type of a, you know, cold or a bug, your energy levels don't feel well. So you're not as driven. That also goes in hand with if you were overly stressed and burdened, that impacts every facet of your life, uh, mm-hmm. your relationships, um, your eating habits, your energy, uh, your motivation, everything. So with people you encounter that their energy is what I like to refer to as out of alignment, you know, what are some of the things you do to help them reconnect and, and get their energy levels to match where they should be? Well, I, don't, I think it's so simple and I don't think people catch on to it for me. My morning begins with just 10 simple long breaths in and out. I sometimes just lay in bed or sit up and lean against the headboard and start with 10 breaths. And for a very scientific reason, one is our breathing is connected between our sympathetic nervous system, our um, stress, fear, freeze, flight response to parasympathetic rest, calm, relaxation response. and we go to sleep with a lot of noise. You know, I, I know hundreds of people come to me to say, I go to sleep. Eight hours later, seven hours later, I feel like I was thinking all night. Or I wake up more tired than when I went to sleep. And that's because we left our emotional, our limbic brain on. We call that stress going on in the system because we entered sleep with I should have, would have, could have. And that triggers a lot of mental activity. And so we wake up with that in the morning and then we carry it throughout our day. So for me, it's really about first thing in the morning, closing the tabs that I don't need. Kind of like um, when you're working on a computer, you have, you know, 10 different tabs in the background open, though you're really only working on one file. But in the background, it's draining energy. It's exhausting us. It's slowing it down. Somehow or another, if too many files are open, we call it a burnout or a crash on a computer. And so it's really pure physiology. If you elongate your breath and you add conscious awareness to it as an exercise, no focus required, no concentration, but just 10 long breath, you close the files. And so for me, that happens first thing in the morning and last thing at bed, because I want to close the morning files when I'm going to go to sleep. You know, just, just a simple notion how we go to sleep determines what our morning looks like and what our morning is, is determined by how we go to sleep. So I think that makes a huge difference for us. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. I I love to journal and when things are going great or when things are challenging uh, to get it out of my head and onto paper, because then I can look at it and and feel it. And I think oftentimes, and we see this uh, with the opioid crisis across the planet and other things is, as humans, we don't want to feel pain. So we try to mask it with things. And whether it's pain medication or um, addictions of any sort, uh, we don't want to 
address what's going on and actually feel the situation so we can actually mm-hmm. look at it and 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 deal with deal with it the proper way uh with you know the people that i work with on the burnout things you know i i, I hear people all the time say yeah i've been burned out a couple times and i look at them and i say well i've been burned out once in my life and that was enough i never want to go down that road ever again so i realized okay i need to do some work to figure out what led up to the burnout you know what was mm-hmm. my what were my behaviors and, and actions and thoughts and everything that created those scenarios to happen what do i need to adjust or change uh, to make sure that those things don't happen again and also be more aware of the signs that can lead up to it and and i've i've had those situations where there was potential for me to burn out again uh, not too long ago and thankfully i was aware of the signs and i looked and I went Ooh, I remember you. Um, and I decided, okay, I need to make a pretty strong shift pretty quick. And, you know, journaling for me, again, was, is one of those things that I, I feel is really helpful for me. And it, it helps you, especially at night, you know, put an end to your day, you know, think about, okay, what went well, what didn't go the way that you would like. All right. Um, maybe there was something that I did that created that situation or if it was somebody else and it was completely external, it's like, well, it was external and, you know, put an end to it. And then that way you can sleep restfully because, uh, you know, with, with stress and burnout, uh, you know, a huge, huge component of that is sleep. If you, if you're not, if you're not sleeping well, Cause I talk with people and they say, oh, yeah, I get seven or eight hours of sleep. I was like, yeah, but is it restful sleep or is it just you, you pass out or you you're taking little cat naps over an eight hour period? You know, what is it? Because it's a big difference because our sleep patterns um, dictate, you know, how our bodies will heal itself, you know, over the damage that we do to ourselves every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. You actually said so many different things. One is um, around sleep. I think that it's well. We know it's an epidemic, right? Look at the pharmaceutical industry around sleeping pills. Um, <clears throat> and obviously, you don't sleep well. Your day doesn't go well. You don't think straight. You don't feel straight. Nothing really is as optimum as it could be. And most adults sleep at level one or level two. And that's because they don't journal. They're not getting it out of their head. They're entering sleep and sort of journaling internally. You know, we call it self-talk. And one of the things I invite people to do, um, it's an exercise actually I start off with in the book, The Power of Vital Force, is to list 10 things that are keeping them up. I have this conversation around the 4 a.m. club. It happens to a lot of business people. They find themselves awake at an odd hour, whether it's four or earlier, doesn't matter. And the mind is running through, oh my God, I have to do this, this, and this. They're concerned about whether it's health of a child or parent or something at the office or some project or investment and so on and so forth. So one of the things I ask people to do every two, three months is take an inventory, self-talk. What is going on in your head that's keeping you awake? or you find yourself talking about again and again. And once you write it next to it, 
just notice it's a way to get emotional regulation and emotional intelligence. Is this something that's positive or negative? Just put plus or minus and then look a little further. Is this something about that's going on really right now in your life? Or it's something that's already happened and you have an open file. What you said is, we don't want to feel the pain. We don't want to constructively go through it. We kind of want to bury it, whether that's through the opiates, drugs, or just simple avoidance, just pretend it doesn't exist. And all we're doing is not really dealing with it. There is a file that's taking up a lot of space, a lot of memory. It's draining us. It makes us run on empty and we have to figure out how to close that tab. So first step is awareness. And a lot of what journaling does is it makes you say, what am I doing? Do I need this? And in this exercise, what I've noticed across the board with thousands of people, 80%, eight out of 10 things are negative. Hardly two things that are running in someone's mind is positive. And if we look, those eight things are either about something we can't do anything about this moment, it's about the future, or really about the past, which is done and over with. And of course, people talk about, well, our past teaches us a lesson. But the only way to know you learned a lesson is it doesn't any longer carry an emotional charge. It's not keeping you awake at night. So it's a, it's a really good way to say, what am I doing? It's your wake-up call, you know, sort of your morning wake-up call to say, this isn't working for me. Let me look at things differently. Let me find a way to let it go. And that might mean pausing for a moment to start to do some internal work or to make some conscious changes in habits and, and ideas and thoughts. I love the fact that you have this, you know, three month, you know, let's pause and reflect and, and see where, where things are. Um, and, and it's easy for people to do. I could, you know, just say at the end of every quarter. So, you know, it's the end of March, end of June, end of, you know, September and year end type of thing. It could be easily, you know, scheduled and, and do it and take this opportunity to see where, where you're at because, when you pause and reflect and you write things down, you can say, okay, I'm going off in too many different directions. I need to narrow my focus or I need to delegate some things or I need to delete some things or maybe defer some things. And, and instead of trying to figure out how a way to do everything, which a uh, spoiler alert, you're not going to be able to do everything. Uh, and I think that's, that's an awareness for a lot of, executives and, and frontline people and everyone in between they think they can do everything and unfortunately that's not the case and nor should it be um, do what you can do really well um, and in a way that isn't uh, damaging to you both uh, mentally or spiritually or physically mm-hmm. see so, so you've got a book coming out so tell us I about do. this new book so the book the title the power of vital force and it's really entirely about understanding what drains our energy, what's sucking us dry. And and as you said, spoiler alert, the biggest energy hog is our mind, our thinking, logical, rational brain, and our limbic brain, something we're not really even aware of. And so it talks about what drains us, becoming educated and more aware. And then it gives tools and tips 
to sort of up level the energy and so that we're not running on empty and we're really finding concrete ways to deal with our personal energy crisis and something you you know you mentioned just a little bit ago a lot of that is around the decision making the gray matter frontal cortex what do i need to do how is it is it working is it not working and whether you're a ceo or a student oftentimes we know better you know we know what the right thing is we know we need to move on from something or we know it's not working but we find ourselves repeating the same thing. Maybe the object is different. Yesterday, I'm worried about, uh, you know, X, and today I'm worried about something else. The object is different. But the habits that are driving the results are the same. And something that really needs to happen, the more you want to excel, the greater you want your performance to be, is not a habit change from the outside, but rather a mindset change. We need to address the limbic brain, the emotional brain. Where are we getting stuck? And we need to know how to dive into that. And so the book focuses in providing tips and tools that not just change the surface thought process, the decision-making, but also the unconscious where oftentimes our habits and our choices are driven by. So I really invite the the listen, listener to explore the book and see what the tips do. And, and it comes with um, an 11 session online program that's part of the book if you pre-order, of course, by October 1st. And it's just filled with lots of concrete tips and techniques. And I'll definitely have the book information and the link to order the book in the show notes. And I highly encourage everybody to uh, take advantage of uh, that free offering because I know this from you know from the work that I've done that you know, when you can manage your energy the right way, um, life flows so much easier. It flows faster. I have noticed that um, based on the fact that we're saying that you know, a book's coming out in October and October is a, basically a couple of weeks away from yeah. the time of the show. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out where March went, much less the rest of spring and summer. Now we're approaching fall. Um, but you know what, when you're, when your life is harmonious and you're doing things that you love to do and you're spending time with, with people that you love and do the things that you enjoy doing, it flows and yes, yeah, sometimes it flows like a fast river, but it's still, you know, it's still pretty smooth and you get to, you really take control of your life. And I think if, if anything from, from our conversation today is to remind people that it is your life and you can take control of it, take that control back and get, get your energy and get your uh, everything, you know, with your life in, in better alignment with, who you are and when you do that um, the amazing impact you're going to have on yourself in this world uh, is uh, is just absolutely amazing I, I couldn't agree with you more you've mentioned flow a few times um, and I think that if we really realize it the state of flow or the zone is where our thoughts and our actions and, and the moment align in such a way that time dilates. You know, it's one of the things we struggle for is more time not for the things we just have to do, 
but the things that we want to do and that matter to us and dealing with ourselves, looking a little bit inward and handling the way our mind functions and what we can do about it adds time to our life and it moves us out of the past and future into that alignment, into that state of flow where everything comes together, including kind of the universe getting behind you, you know, with your choices. Yeah, when you have the universe behind you, um, then you that's, again, that's when things, you know, using the flow word again, uh, just, it, it's easier. It's, it's, it, it, it changes things from an uphill battle to, you know, you're just having a nice stroll and you're going about life and enjoying every moment of it and noticing all there is that it's around you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Red Tree, love having our conversation today. Where can people find out more about you and, and this awesome work that you're doing? They can just go to thepowerofvitalforce.com. There's all kinds of uh, programs there. Um, they can order the book get the online course for free. And there's, there's also actually, we talked a lot about sleep. There's a four session video that's free and available to the listener for how to sleep better and get deeper layers of sleep with tools and techniques. The power of vitalforce.com. I'll definitely have that in the show notes as well. So Ratri, thank you so much for your time today. I've really, really enjoyed our conversation. And again, uh, thank you for doing the work that you're doing. It's, it's making a huge impact in the world. Thank you so much. I think you're doing the same. So I appreciate it. Happy to connect with you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.